Welcome to Dicey Stuff, the podcast about life, because, well, the dicey stuff is the realest stuff of our lives. Come along as Lois examines living as a Christian woman in this modern age. Time to roll. Hoo-wee! Welcome to Dicey Stuff, the podcast. This is episode number one. You're here. I'm here. And I am so excited to be with you. Who am I? My name is Lois Matson. I was raised in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan for most of my childhood, and I've lived in the Pacific Northwest for most of my adult life. I'm a Jesus follower. That's the most important relationship in my life, even more valuable to me than my family and my loved ones although they're running a close second. I was married really young. I got married at 17. My husband was a ripe old age of 21. We were married in the summer between my 11th and 12th grades, and I was so naive. I was so unaware of the long-term consequences. I didn't know the questions to ask. I didn't even know that I should ask questions. I was young, and I was in love, and it was going to be awesome. And it has been awesome, for the most part. We'll talk about the dicey topic of marriage a lot. We had children very young. My first child was born when I was 18, and my last child was born when I was almost 42. We've had nine kids. Yep, nine. Eight are here, and one is in heaven. We'll talk more about that, I'm sure, on another episode. I am a Grammy. I have eight of the cutest grands that the planet has ever known. And of course, that's not obligatory praise. I think every Grammy thinks that their grandkids are the cutest, the best, the greatest. And that's as it should be. I am a lifelong learner and teacher. I love to learn. I love to teach. I'm interested in many things. Some of my interests are words and music and theology, technology. I'm happy to be learning every day. Talking about grandkids, I absolutely adore watching children. It's been so much fun to watch my grandkids grow. Maybe even more fun than my own because I don't have the responsibilities with them. It's all the fun. But watching their minds, from the second they open their eyes in the morning, they're exploring, they're experimenting, they're poking stuff in their mouth, they're touching things, they're testing boundaries, they're curious about everything. It's amazing. They ask why about everything. Maybe until we stifle that right out of them. We say, not now. We say, maybe later. We say, I'm busy. I hope we can talk a lot about education on this podcast. In our family, we've done public school, homeschool, and alternative school. And I'm here to say, do what works for you and for your family. Because you know your children and you know what they need. God put you in charge of raising your children. 
You know the saying about a guy being a jack-of-all-trades and the master of none? That's kind of me. Theology has been a passion of mine for many years. I've taken classes at the seminary in Hancock, and I've so enjoyed learning God's Word, learning what He says to us. It feeds my soul. It gives me life. And I hope I can share that with you and share the passion with you because there's nothing more fascinating and nothing more exciting than to hear what God has to say to his people. We learn who he is and we learn who we are and we learn what he's done for us. And that's amazing. Right now, my passion is podcasting. I literally stayed up all night the other night working on ideas in the big picture for this podcast, and I didn't really miss the sleep. So why would I do this? This journey began for me a long time ago, even though this is the first episode. I've had women who mentored me, who still mentor me. They have shared their knowledge, shared their experience, shared their hearts, shared the hard things and the bad things, the sad things, but also the joy, the wisdom. They've left road signs in my life that have made my life so much richer and fuller and easier. I've mentored a few young women myself, and my husband and I have raised some really amazing daughters and sons. I love to share in people's lives and the good, the bad, and the ugly. The scripture tells us to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I hope we can bear one another's burdens here on this podcast. I hope we share a long and beautiful journey together, helping each other through all the dicey bits. I've been walking away from the instruction in Titus 2 to older women. Those are air quotes. I'll read those words for you right now. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. That was the Apostle Paul's letter to Titus, chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. Older women are to be reverent, dignified, respectful in their way of living. They're to teach good things, training younger women to do seven things. That list of seven is a very, very long list. We're going to circle around that list, back and forth and through and over and under, looking at aspects of it in the world that we live in today from the perspective of godly women in an ungodly society. The details may have been different for the congregation where Titus was pastor in Crete, but theirs was a culture of ungodliness and excess maybe similar to the one we live in today. God has put a desire in my heart to talk to you all, 
to build a relationship with you through this crazy cool technology. I want to share some of the amazing things that God has done in my life and share some of the practical knowledge I've gained from being a wife for many years, from being the mom of a large family, of being an older woman in our culture. More air quotes. So who's an older woman? I think that's pretty subjective. I may not be an older woman in my own head, but if you ask someone who's 20 or 30, they'll say, yeah, she's old. If you ask my grandkids, they'll say I'm ancient. On the other hand, a pastor I respect still calls me young lady. To my siblings, I'm their kid sister and I always will be. Like I said, age is pretty subjective. Let's look at an analogy about learning from an older person. If you're flying along the highway at 70 or 80 miles an hour, it's hard to see the bumps, the potholes, or to gauge how sharp a corner is. But the road signs and the warnings and the pointers left by those who've gone before you down the road of life can be extremely helpful. Think of it. The road sign says, flirting with someone other than your spouse is hazardous to your marriage. Now, you might take that into consideration when you're engaging with people at work. It might be obvious to you, but it isn't to everyone. How about a road sign that says, humility when you're in the wrong goes a long way to mending a relationship? Or how about this one? Have fun and smile at your spouse. You're on the same team. We'll look for road signs in scripture. We'll learn from older people, maybe some who are even older than me. Here's the thing with mentoring. Someone who's been married for 20 years can give good counsel to someone who's only been married for five. And that person who's been married for five can be helpful to someone who's only been married for one. The one-year veteran can give good counsel to a newlywed. And the newlywed can help the one who's engaged. I'd like us to foster a culture here of reaching out with love, care, and goodwill for our neighbor. My specific call is to serve the younger women around me, wives and moms, single girls, girls with careers, girls with boyfriends, girls with parents, girls with questions about how to to navigate this big, crazy world we live in. Girls who wonder how to walk as Jesus followers in a place that sometimes seems to be burning down around our ears. Each of our journeys has pitfalls and traps and potential disasters, and I hope that together we can learn how to avoid some of those, how to bandage each other up when we fall into scary and dangerous situations. I hope we can laugh together and cry together and encourage each other's souls in the dicey stuff of life. What even is dicey stuff? The dictionary definition of dicey is unpredictable and potentially dangerous. And isn't that the description of life itself? The place we live sometimes seems to be insecure and unstable, as if it's collapsing around us. What with distress, accidents and disease, 
we realize that none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. What with rampant divorce, estrangement, addiction? We may feel that every relationship has the potential to break. What with political shenanigans and cultural uncertainty? We know we can't put our trust in those institutions. Everything is dicey at the end of it all. There's a funny story behind the name Dicey Stuff. I was taking classes at the seminary, and I was nearing graduation, and someone in class asked me what I planned to do when I finished school. I briefly explained that I had a podcast in mind for women, based on Titus 2. It's been waiting to come out for a really long time. I told my classmates that I wanted to include real topics and real problems, not just the lighter aspects of life. I didn't want to avoid the difficult subjects, the things like sexual sin, addiction, death, all the dicey stuff that we often avoid discussing. Later, as we were ending class, someone there jokingly said something like, okay, have fun with your podcast. You can name it Dicey Stuff and talk about all the hard things. And I went, Hmm. I tried a lot of other names on for size, but this one just kept coming back to me. In the beginning, my concern with the name was that, at first glance, everything isn't dicey. When you talk about the preference of ketchup or gravy on a pasty, that's not so dicey. When you talk about home organization or laundry, that's not really dicey. But then I remembered a few different discussions regarding the ketchup gravy controversy and the only right way to fold a towel, and I realized that everything is dicey stuff. I talked it over with my husband, bouncing the name idea off of him, and he agreed. Everything real is dicey. So bam, Dicey Stuff, the podcast, was born. Why am I doing it now? Someone once said, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. I really can't pinpoint why today is the day, but it seems to finally be right. I have a little more time since my schooling is over, and my kid at home is pretty independent. I know there's a great need today. I've had many women ask me for help, for counsel, for suggestions, for advice. So many people have anxiety and worry for the future. So many are hurting emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. I pray that this is the first step in a long journey of speaking with you and sharing life with you. I want each of us to know, even at 2 a.m., when you can't sleep, that the dicey stuff doesn't win in the end, even the really gnarly dicey stuff. What do we talk about here? We'll talk about all the stuff, dicey and seemingly undicey. But remember, everything is dicey. Here are some ideas I've been considering. We'll explore marriage, what makes a good one, what makes a bad one, and how to avoid some of the pitfalls. We'll talk with women whose marriages have lasted many years. And those whose marriages have ended, 
because of divorce or death. We'll kick around ideas about what's important in marriage and what should be set aside for the sake of the other. We'll talk about singleness and how that's hard in a culture of couples. We'll consider how to maintain yourself in a culture of anything goes, and if it feels good, do it. We'll grieve together over childlessness and child loss. We'll ask what we can do to help in those situations. We'll confer on motherhood and homemaking. We'll chronicle the horrors of potty training and how to avoid them. We'll talk baby-led weaning, sleep training, and attachment issues. We'll share recipes and secrets to simpler housekeeping. We'll consider homeschool, private school, public school, and which is better for your family. We'll discuss organization. Less is more. Remember, let it go. How about laundry? It will never, ever be done done all the way done. Because people are always wearing clothes. How about meal prep? The people in my house want to eat every single day. Maybe more than once. Some episodes will be dicey Bible stories, because there are a lot of them. Women in the Bible made plenty of mistakes and left us road signs to follow. We'll explore their stories to glean the wisdom of the ages from the details of their lives. Who will do the talking? Sometimes I'll be here behind the mic alone, sharing my thoughts and the ideas rolling around in my head. But it won't always be me. I'd like to switch it up often and keep you all guessing as to what's coming next. I plan to have other women share their stories, their thoughts. Sometimes I'll interview other wives, moms, or single girls. We'll tell funny stories, sad stories, moving and inspirational anecdotes, and real-life heroine accounts of bravery. We'll discuss the dicey subjects that we come face-to-face with in this broken world. Sexual sins like infidelity, pornography, and sexual abuse. We'll explore some of the really dicey issues of the day, like transgenderism, homosexuality, addiction, mental illness. It's not all bad stuff, though, because we'll also explore what healthy human sexuality looks like, and redemption for the mistakes of the past. We'll talk a lot about love, love done right, love gone wrong, and the greatest love of all. Please pray with me for this ministry. Good and faithful God, we thank you today for the women in our lives who've mentored us, who've taught us about life and about you. We desire to live as Christian women in this big crazy world, Father. Give us hearts that always hunger for you and for your word. Let our love be genuine. Let our service be fruitful. And let our hearts be turned toward you for Jesus' sake. Amen. Next time we'll start looking at the commission 
the instruction from the Apostle Paul's letter to Titus. Thanks for listening. Please send me your feedback, your questions, your ideas for how this can be a helpful ministry. If you have a story to share, let me know. You can contact me. The email address is diceystuffpodcast at gmail.com. Keep listening and subscribe. Oh, hey, P.S. Every Dicey Stuff podcast will have a P.S. In case you're too young to actually know what a P.S. is, I'll explain. Back in the old days, way back when people wrote letters to each other, with actual paper and an actual pen, they'd sign the letter when they finished writing, drop it in an envelope, put a postage stamp on it, and put it in the mailbox. And the other party would receive their letter days or weeks later. But if you signed your letter, and then you thought of something else really exciting to write, something that you just had to share, you'd add a P.S., a postscript, after your signature. The Dicey Stuff P.S. will be a takeaway, a hint, a tip, a verse to consider, a question, a short bit to meditate on, to laugh at, or to challenge your thinking. We'll call it a DSPS. How's that sound? Your DSPS for today is about faith. St. Augustine, a bishop who died in the 5th century, said, Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. We believe now, without sight, but someday we will see our Lord face to face. Remember, my friends, the only remedy to all the dicey stuff is Jesus Christ. He is for you. May God's peace be with you this day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dicey Stuff, the podcast where Lois talks about this big dicey adventure called life. You're welcome to send your comments and feedback to DiceyStuffPodcast at gmail.com. Please, if you would, subscribe and share. Until next time, roll on, friends.